Welcome to This Week in the Lectionary, a podcast for looking at, listening to, and lingering in the weekly scriptures found in the Revised Common Lectionary. Faith comes from hearing, so let us together hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. The Sixth Sunday After Epiphany, Year A. Our texts this week deal with the law of God, the benefits of obeying and following God's law, the consequences of ignoring or breaking God's law, what is ultimately at the heart of God's law, and how this is a matter of our heart before God. We begin with prayer. O God, the strength of all who put their trust in you, mercifully accept our prayers, and because in our weakness we can do nothing good without you, Give us the help of your grace, that in keeping your commandments we may please you both in will and deed, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Our first reading comes from Deuteronomy 30. The setting is the plains of Moab, as the Israelites prepare to cross the Jordan into the Promised Land. The book states that Moses is the speaker, But the laws given in chapters 12 through 28 are updated versions of those in earlier books. Times have changed since Sinai. The people were semi-nomads then. Now they are farmers and shepherds. It is a time of religious revival, of new commitment to God. Verse 6 puts the law in a new light. God will circumcise your heart. He will work changes within the people so love becomes the driving force. Note also verse 20 loving the Lord your God. They will keep the law because they love God. Our reading summarizes chapters 27 to 28, which tell of the ways in which the Israelites will be blessed if they keep this expanded and updated covenant and the consequences of failing to keep many of the laws. Then it offers a choice. Keep the laws in love and obedience or suffer the consequences of following other paths. Keeping the law because you love God will have many benefits, including long life. Deuteronomy 30, beginning in verse 15. Moses said, See, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I am commanding you today, by loving the Lord your God, walking in His ways, and observing His commandments, decrees, and ordinances, Then you shall live and become numerous, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away, and you do not hear, but are led astray to bow down to other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall perish. You shall not live long in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and holding fast to Him. For that means life to you and the length of days, so that you may live in the land that the Lord swore to give to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. The Word of the Lord. Our psalm this week is a portion of Psalm 119. This is the first stanza of 22 one for each successive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. This is the longest psalm. 
Each of the verses of this stanza begins with Aleph, the first letter. The whole psalm is in praise of the law, the expression of God's covenant with humankind in the Old Testament, and of keeping it. The emphasis is on the love and desire for the word of God in Israel's law, rather than being burdened with it. The psalm begins with a prayer for help in observing the law. To be happy is to be blessed by God. As in other stanzas, various words are used for law. Here they are precepts, statutes, commandments, and ordinances. The psalmist seeks to avoid sin and to live in God's ways. Psalm 119, the first eight verses. Happy are they whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Happy are they who observe his decrees and seek him with all their hearts, who never do any wrong, but always walk in his ways. You laid down your commandments that we should fully keep them. Oh, that my ways were made so direct that I might keep your statutes. Then I should not be put to shame when I regard all your commandments. I will thank you with an unfeigned heart when I have learned your righteous judgments. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our second reading comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 3. In chapter 1, Paul says that he has learned that there are divisions in the church at Corinth, that some adhere to particular leaders of the community rather than to Christ. The faith only makes sense to those who understand it spiritually, so he addresses them not as spiritual people, but as neophytes or infants. He has been criticized for oversimplifying the good news, but their jealousy and quarreling demonstrates that they are still only earthly-minded, are still behaving according to human standards. It's natural to be attached to the person who welcomed you into the church, but we need to recognize that they are all servants of Christ. Each has a distinct function in bringing us to faith. Paul founded the church at Corinth. Apollos nurtured faith in the community. But it is God who causes spirituality and faith to grow. He and Apollos have the same objective. Perhaps the rewards are in seeing the church grow. Perhaps they are in heaven. Paul and Apollos are co-workers. In the following verses, Paul expands on the church as God's building. 1 Corinthians 3, beginning with the first verse. Brothers and sisters, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. Even now you are still not ready, for you are still of the flesh. For as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving according to human inclinations? For when one says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos. Are you not merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. The one who plants and the one who waters have a common purpose and each will receive wages according to the labor of each. For we are God's servants, working together. You are God's field, God's building. The Word of the Lord. 
Our gospel this week comes from Matthew 5. Jesus has made clear that his mission is not to do away with or abolish the Old Testament. Rather, he fleshes out its meaning fully. He speaks particularly about Mosaic law. It will remain in force until he comes again at the end of the era. In previous verses, he seems to have softened his tone. Whether or not one keeps and teaches every one of the 613 laws, one will still be admitted to the kingdom. The scribes and Pharisees kept all the laws scrupulously. Now he explains how their adherence to the law is insufficient. Matthew 5, beginning in verse 21. Jesus said, You have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, You shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you, that if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you insult a brother or sister, you will be liable to the council. And if you say, you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are on the way to the court with him, or your accuser may hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to go into hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that anyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of unchastity, causes her to commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, you shall not swear falsely, but carry out the vows you have made to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let your word be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. The Word of the Lord. Blessed Lord, who caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant us so to hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life which you have given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for joining us on This Week in the Lectionary. I'm curious as to what you noticed or wonder about this week's scriptures. We'd love for you to join us in our discussion group and if you know anyone else who could benefit from or might be a benefit to this community, feel free to share with them. May his words be a light unto your feet and a lamp unto your path in the coming week.